time. Continuing in the Hilchot Kriyat Megillah, so we discussed this morning the uh, obligation is to hear uh, the or to read the Megillah or to hear someone read the Megillah both at night and in the morning. We said that in theory you could have all day to read the Megillah for the daytime reading, and you have in theory all night to hear the nighttime reading. So the Magen Avraham, in his commentary to the Shachan Aruch here, says, Well, hold on one second. What about the very first Mishnah in all of Shas, where we have a discussion as to when a person needs to say Kriyat Shema at night? And even though technically you have Kol Halayla to say it, you have all night to say it, the rabbis came along and they made a Gzerah, they made a decree, and they said, well, we're worried. If we tell you you have all night to say it, what's going to end up happening? You're going to keep pushing it off, you're going to keep on procrastinating, and then you're going to end up falling asleep, and then you're not going to end up saying it. And then you will have missed out on your opportunity to fulfill mitzvah mitzvah, a biblical mitzvah to say Kriyat Shema at night. So therefore they said, you have up until Chatzot, and that's it, up until the midway point of the night, and then you shouldn't go beyond that. Okay, obviously there's more to discuss over there with the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, well, let's say I went too far. Can I still say it? Okay, topic for a different discussion. But in theory, on the books, the rule is you have until Chatzot, until uh, the nighttime. So ask the Magin of Raham, so what about over here? We said, yeah, you could read the Megillah all night. Why aren't we worried that you're going to fall asleep, right? Especially on Purim, right? Even though you're not supposed to drink Purim night, right? let's say, let's say, right? There's a Machser Vitri. The Machser Vitri talks about it's the Leil Shikurim, the night of the drunks. Okay, I'm not saying that it's sanctioned or not, but let's say, right, aren't we worried that if you don't do it right away, that maybe, God forbid, you're going to miss out. So he says, Hacha lo gazrina dilma ati lemifsha, aidi dechavivalehu. He says, no, you're not going to make such a mistake. You're not going to make such a mistake. You would never miss out. You would never forget to say or to hear uh, the reading of the Megillah because it's chaviva. It's a mitzvah which is beloved very much. Interesting. Now, are there other places in halacha that we find that the mitzvah of Kriyat Megillah is beloved? Yeah, maybe we do. Maybe we do. So hopefully we'll have to continue to discuss that. But that's what he suggests. Another reason that he gives, and this is an interesting discussion. I haven't yet decided what we will, God willing, learn uh, for our pre-holiday lecture series. But maybe we'll talk about this a little bit. He says that the reading at night is uh, on a lower level than the reading during the day. Right? Sometimes we make this mistake. Everyone's like, oh, perm night. We're going to come out. We're going to dress up. We're going to hear the Megillah. It's great. Then the next morning we have a minion and there's like 13 people or something. Okay, so maybe they're going to the later reading, whatever it is. But the ikar, the main reading is actually during the daytime because that's a greater vehicle of Pursume Nisa. That's the opinion of the Bali Tosot and the Gemara Megillah and Dafdalit and Aleph that we want to publicize the miracle as much and they assume that takes place during the day, not at night. So the Magin Ram says, well, because we care much more about the daytime reading, we don't make the decree at night. When it comes to the biblical mitzvah of Kriyat Shema, there we have to be worried that you're not going to do it. But for a lower level mitzvah, so to speak, we don't have to get uh, as excited. And he brings other suggestions as to where... Uh, you might see such an idea. So, for example, sometimes we'll tell you that before engaging in a mitzvah, you shouldn't uh, do anything. You shouldn't uh, start any activity, even learning Torah. Right? We'll tell you, let's say, a half hour before, don't start learning Torah. Don't sit down to a meal. So he says, when it comes to the reading of the Megillah, we tell you, you want to learn all the way up until the Megillah, not a problem. We're not worried you're going to miss out, specifically at nighttime. Why? Because maybe the nighttime reading is somewhat on a lower level. So a couple different reasons, according to the Magin Avraham, as to why we don't need to be worried at the nighttime reading, uh, either because it's a mitzvah which is chaviva, it's very uh, beloved, or because it's somewhat on a lower level. It's almost like two different extremes, because we love it so much, or because it's not that important. Either way, we don't have to be concerned, and therefore, we would tell you that you uh, have all, uh, all night uh, to say it. Now, uh, while that is the case, and we don't make such a decree, obviously, l'chachila, best case scenario, you're going to read the Megillah as soon as you possibly can, which is at Seda Kochavim. As soon as the stars come out, that's the best time to do it. By the way, you're not supposed to 
eat anything until you've heard the reading of the Megillah, right? So in a year like this, if you want to wait well past Chatzot, you're going to be a pretty hungry person, right? But let's say it's one of the years that it falls out, we fast on Thursday, and then it's going to be, we're going to do Saturday nights instead, right? So maybe you would think, okay, read it all the way past Chatzot. So we say, no, the best case to, uh, scenario is to read it as soon as you possibly can, but if we needed to rely on a leniency, we would have it. Everyone have a pleasant evening.